Wait a minute, I hear something. What up, everybody? Welcome back. It's Dr. Movie Time, bringing you another movie from the golden age of the slasher. That's right. We're going back to 1981, when everything just really kind of hit, right? And uh, this one gets left out of the conversation quite a bit, because it kind of came out at the same time as another very popular slasher, uh, My Bloody Valentine, which... We'll save that story for another day. I've got a story to go with that one. But this is one, even I was late to the game on this one. And uh, we are talking about the 1981 horror thriller, The Prowler. Um, like I said, it, it came out right when the slasher was really becoming a thing, right? Friday the 13th kind of uh, got the candle lit and it just kind of grew from there. So everybody was searching for uh, not only holidays to make <laughs> to make a, a movie off of, uh, but they were also looking for just any excuse to have a homicidal maniac run around killing people. So, uh, like we said, uh, 1981, The Prowler. Um, and this one gets left out again because... It's almost the same story as My Bloody Valentine. That's part of the problem, right? Um, I think it, a lot of people even kind of say that when they talk about this one quite a bit. But I will say, um, this is also the golden age of Tom Savini, who did the effects for this movie. And uh, wow, the, the, the effects in this are pretty brutal and pretty amazing. There's a couple of shots of this you just look at and you go, Man, this is 81. How did he pull that off, right? So uh, let's let's do a synopsis here. A crazed World War II veteran. Hold on, I got a green light to go through. Uh, a crazed World War II veteran gets revenge on his ex-girlfriend and her boyfriend and then stalks teens 35 years later. Yeah. Um, of course, that's kind of the reveal, right? Uh, we don't know that it's this person. I mean, obviously, there's some reasoning behind it, but knowing who it is, we don't know. So it's kind of a it's kind of a who done it. But you kind of have a limited cast here, so you you can't guess very far. Um, and it's not some legendary horrific name. It's not a you know Cropsy or anybody like that that you know has a legend behind them. Right? These things are just happening. I'm going to be honest with you. This movie is the horror movies or the horror world version of Footloose. <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever put this together. But if you remember the movie Foot, Footloose, I can't even say it. I want to say Fruit Loops, I guess. The movie Footloose, you know, you had an accident that happened and they banned music throughout the whole town only to find out that a group of kids cause, says, come on. Music's okay, so they start having music and they have a dance, and everything turns out fine. Well, this one's right opposite, because this one starts off where you're having a dance, and somebody gets killed, so they cancel the dance for 35 years, 
Only to find out when you bring the dance back, the murders start happening again. So there you go. Because now you got to cut everybody cut, everybody cut footless in this movie. Uh, Joseph Zito is our director. What did Joseph do? Uh, Invasion USA. Red Scorpion, you know, the Dolph Lundgren movie. Missing in Action. Friday the 13th part, which one is it, four? Yeah. So, hey. We got some, uh, we got a winner here, right? I knew the name was familiar. Um, let's do our why to watch. Hey, they did change the words on this one. It says, harrowing, mysterious, and terrifying. Okay. <laughs> I love these people that just do the three or four word reviews. Uh, somebody says, a scary and atmospheric slasher film. Certainly one of the genre's best and of interest to all horror fans. I agree. I really do. I think this one is overlooked. Um, and there's reasons why, and we'll get into that. This other one says, fun and very gory. Really? I don't know that this movie is fun. Uh, fun and very gory. The Prowler succeeds uh, succeeds on the basis of it merely wishes to show blood and carnage on the screen. Ah. Uh, Maybe by 1981 standards, but I think as time goes on, this one's pretty calm compared to most now. Again, something else we will talk about. An occasionally enjoyable, if hugely flawed slasher with great Tom Savini gore effects. There you go. I, I, I can handle that one. I think that's, that's pretty true. Occasionally enjoyable. Uh, as far as a cast, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know any of these people. Uh, they haven't been in a bunch of stuff that really stands out. I do. Uh, David Selderholm is the only one that I saw that I kind of recognized, and he was in the Hunt for Red October. He was in Beastmaster Two, Through the Portal of Time. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but he was in there. He's also in Arcade, which I think is on my movie list here on Tubi. Um, so let's talk about this one, shall we? So you already heard my idea of it being the horrorous version of Footloose um, because of those reasons, right? It starts off, it's supposed to be 1945, World War II is going on, you got a Dear John letter that's being wrote, which that's basically a, you know, you're writing to an officer and saying, you know, sorry things ain't working out, but I can't wait for you any longer, I'm going to marry this other dude, I'm going to start going to this other dude, right? So whoever our person is that she's writing to is in war gets a letter saying well I'm giving it up to somebody else so you just got to fend for yourself which you know now he's going to do it twice but uh, then you get uh, it, it, it uh, shows this graduation dance that's going on still 1945 and like it says earlier in the synopsis, this young couple goes out and they go to a gazebo, right? To, to, to start necking, I guess you'd say. And all of a sudden, here comes a pitchfork and goes through both of them, right? Then that sets up this scenario where it comes to modern times, 1980 or so to be exact. Uh, 
And this young lady that's a student at this school has written a report, and she's found a news report of where this had happened in the past, right, at this college. And it's the reason that they stopped having this dance, but they're going to break that curse and have the dance, and everything's going to be fandy-dandy, right? And, uh... Sorry, I'm going to let a vehicle over. Um... That's the plan, anyways. So, you got all the girls living together, and... You know, they're getting dressed up, ready to go. And you've got, you know, the promiscuous girls, right, that are interested in the other guys. Here's the problem with this movie. There's not enough teenagers. Uh, you get, what is it, three, maybe four girls, a couple of dudes, and that's it. And it causes a problem because the body count does not go crazy on us. And again, the kills in this are fantastic. They're top-notch. Some of Savini's awe-inspiring work, really, when you look at it, it's like, wow. And again, there, there's one scene where one girl gets killed in a swimming pool, and he cuts her neck with a bayonet, and she goes underwater, and her neck like opens up, and you can see the blood shooting out of the wound. I'm like, wow. I mean, in my mind, I know how they did it. But to think of that back then and, you know, the way that the blood shoots out and the way it moves in the water, what an interesting choice. Um, there's, there's several great things there. And, of course, your, your, your killer's running around dressed in an army outfit with, with a covered face so you can't tell who it is. And our, our main girl of the story uh, is in love with the deputy and the deputy's been left in charge because the sheriff's going on a vacation hunting trip fishing trip whatever it is so he's leaving at the point of all this and leaving the deputy in charge and of course that's when all the chaos is going to happen so you know there's even times where he tries to, to call and get a hold of the sheriff can't get a hold of anybody and he ends up calling like the county you know police or whatever to come and help eventually um so you've got you know this young guy that's having to deal with this kind of situation and you know it's one of those situations just like the friday the 13th stuff where the people get killed but the bodies are not left laying around i say that but there is a uh, a scene where one of the young ladies and one of the guys before the dance the night of the dance the girls in the shower the guy shows up, peeks in on her, and she's like, are you going to get in the shower with me? He's like, well, yeah. So he starts taking off his clothes, and he gets a knife through the top of his head, and it comes out down under his under his chin. That's a pretty long knife, folks. I'm guessing it's maybe the bayonet. I don't know. But uh, this killer uses basically the, the bayonet and a pitchfork. Uh so we're limited on our tools, but at the same time, not really the most practical tools, right? So that's kind of a weird thing. Why the pitchfork? I guess because it hadn't been done at the time, you know. Uh, maybe that's what made it different, was we were using a different gardening tool. <laughs> but really, the, the problem with this movie is there's really not enough body count, right? And 
Um, anyways, I was talking about the two in the shower. Well, he stores most of the bodies in the showers and just leaves the water running. So for like the next, I don't know, day and a half, this water's just running in the shower and nobody thinks, man, they've been in there a really long time. But uh, kind of gives you a a wrap-up for the movie, too. I'm not going to ruin it for you, but that that pays it plays into the end of the movie. Um, but, yeah, when, when it really, really comes down to it, um, I don't know. There, there's nothing that makes this killer snap, like in Deep Red, where something makes them have to go back and start killing again. It, it's really just kind of vague when it comes to that point. Um, the similarities of it being in the past and coming up the current time and the type of killer it is, is very much like My Bloody Valentine. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I do prefer My Bloody Valentine to this one. I don't think that's a surprise to anybody. This one's kind of a sleeper. But it still needs to be talked about and still needs to be in your collection because, again, these effects are fantastic. But the biggest problem is you got the main girl and the deputy that's just snooping around through a big part of this movie, walking into this room, walking into that room, looking into this. Let's go out to the graveyard. Let's, I mean, so it's, it's a lot of runaround that really is a lot of padding, really. Uh, so, again, it just comes down to there's not enough body count to kind of keep it moving. That's really only the problem with this movie. Uh, there is one scene where our, our, our heroine is hiding in a room in the killer's house. And uh, <laughs> and the killer's got the pitchfork and he's pretty much stabbing and breaking everything in the room except the one thing that's actually tall enough for her to get under, which is the bed. So he's crashing all these cabinets and everything and I'm like, dude... <laughs> Why is the bed not the first thing you think of, right? Because you can get under there. So, anyways, it's a movie. I know. But, uh, you know, overall, again, I, I can't say it enough about the effects. They're they're incredible. And uh, you kind of feel like you know where this is heading from the get-go. So, um, if you haven't seen this one, I still recommend it. If you're a horror fan, if you like the slashers, this is one that needs to be seen. I'm not going to say it's going to end up being one of your favorites, but I think it's you're going to be amazed by the effects, no doubt about it. The storytelling's a little wonky, but let's face it, show is half of these that we end up loving as time goes on. So yeah, give it a shot. It is on Tubi for free. You can check it out yourself and let me know what you think. All right, folks, I'm going to give this a, uh, I'll give it a three out of five. It's close to a four out of five. And, again, that's because of Savini. But uh, that's my thoughts on this one. You can let me know what you think. And until next time, we will check you later. Gator.